ECM works, we support leaving everything until the last minute. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of Digital Creative Media Works. My name is David DC, I'm creative director, lead writer, and I'm joined today by my special co-hosts. Oh. The boys from the advisory. Thank you. Thank what's, you for having us. What's going on? So, would you like to introduce yourselves a little bit? Or, you don't have to. But... Uh, I'm I'm James. I'm exactly one half of the advisory podcast, and I'm Todd, the other half. Uh, oh, that was weird. Um, <laughs> that was odd. Yeah. <laughs> Good start. Uh, we both like movies. You like horror movies a lot more than oh, I do. Oh, big fan of horror movies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is kind of problematic because actually, I, I'm not a big. Hor- I, I'm a, a wimp. That, um, was the, <laughs> that was the tweet you sent me. Yeah. yeah, look, it. Yeah, I had trouble with this one. I got through it though, and I had a good time. Um, but I did not sleep well afterwards. Really? Look, it. Uh, I just kept thinking about it. Right. Um, <laughs> and you thought these thirty-four-year-old monsters might come and get me? <laughs> They'll be a little bit grey and probably retired, but like they could yeah. still be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. So today we're talking about the storytelling of the thing. Cool. I'm gonna hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. Storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. And then to be clear, this is the 1982 version, not the 2011 remake that's not in English. Which I originally started watching and went, this is not right. And it's weird weird that they would call it the exact same title as the 1982 version because it's the prequel. Is it? Yeah, it's it's supposed to be about the Norwegian camp. Oh, wow. oh, bef- oh, that makes sense. Before this one, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Cool. That's why it's not in English. It's yeah. in Norwegian. Is that a language? <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that I'm fully aware. of. I said that really confidently. I was like, that's why it's in Norwegian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the basic premise of the film is that they're in this Antarctic camp. Um, the dog, the a dog pitches up, and they're like the the Norwegians are trying to mow down this dog with like machine guns and shit. Also, very bad aim from the Norwegians. They do not hit that yeah. dog a lot. I thought um, that like that just, was the, the one thing that really got under my skin was like there is literally nothing else for you to hit, and you seem to be pretty close to this goddamn dog. Please um, hit it. Is, yeah. there, is there a reason why they're hitting, trying to shoot the dog? Like, yeah. what did the dog do? Well, he's the he's the guy with the he's the thing. Isn't yeah, <laughs> the okay. dog. The dog is the the dog thing. is the okay. thing. Yeah. Sure, um, sure. He's not a thing. He's the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because <laughs> if they were just like shooting a dog, it's like, come on, guys. Like, you've got you've got snow science to do. Well, you know what? It's good team building. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Because you're you're in the Antarctic, nothing to do. Um, so the dog turns up, and then people start to become the thing. Cool. Um, uh, everyone thinks McCready's the thing, but he's not the thing. And then, ah. and then McCready comes back, and he's still not the thing. And then he he tests everyone else <laughs> yeah. to see if they're, they're the, the thing. thing. Yeah. This is my quick hot. This is my Wikipedia summary. Yeah, yeah. Then they te- then McCready tests everyone's blood to see if they're the thing. One guy turns out to be the thing. So then they burn the guy as the thing. Yeah. And the guy that the Keith the Keith David whose act whose character name I can't remember Keith Charles. David's character mm. Charles Charles yeah. Um, Ch- oh, Childs. Childs, yeah, yeah. Childs. I think you were saying Charles. <laughs> Charles, yeah, it's jolly good. So Childs turns out that everyone thinks he's the thing, but he probably isn't the thing, or yeah. is he? Yeah. Um, and then McCready and co, remaining friends, decide that the only thing they can do is burn down the entire facility, because they 
if this thing gets out there. The computer tells them that if it gets out there, it's all it's all over Red Rover. Yeah, humanity's done, Ski. <laughs> yeah. um, so they they decide McCready's like we gotta we gotta burn it down. So they have dynamite and Molotov cocktails, and they blow the whole thing up. Yeah, and then it's just Keith David and McCready at the end, and you don't know if Keith David's the thing, but he's probably not the thing. And then he yeah, kills, yeah exactly. And they kill that dog. Is that good? So you didn't have to see the film. You could have just listened to my synopsis. So yeah, that you're welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest and say I didn't watch it. Look, I was <laughs> yeah. saying, so that's why I was so confused why they were shooting a dog. Yeah, look, I was saying at, at lunch, at the, at the fancy business lunch we went to. Yeah. <coughs> just up the road. Um, <laughs> um, uh, that you basically came at band levels of preparation. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't, you didn't see it. Uh, but you read the Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, I would like I to mean, very strongly distance myself from Todd on that one because yeah. I've seen this movie several times. I would say I... I mean, I own the movie at home. Okay. Like a physical copy? Yeah. What? And you never watched it? No. What is only, wrong only because with... I've been super busy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. oh, it's tough. Just, like, it's a hard life doing what I, I mean, do. You, we, I mean, you had two months. We've been planning this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. We were trying to get our calendars hey, well, ben, for two months. Ben's got a sword thing to do today, so come on. Well, he pulled that shit on me at the last <laughs> minute, so fucking goddamn. Yeah. No one's, no one's prepared, Yeah, and well, we're, but we're all here anyway. And then James was like, hey, are you going to watch the movie? I'm like, ooh. Oof. I forgot we had to watch a You're movie. Like, That's going to be a yeah. soft no. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, I want to say yes, Look, but I'm not going to. if I've got time, yeah, sure. Yeah. Look, with my calendar freeze up, but I'm yeah. really busy. I just, I'm busy watching Gilmore Girls. Like, I don't yeah. have to tell you. It's watching, good. Watching reruns of Boy Meets World. Um, <laughs> people don't know what that is. That's a reference that the kids aren't going to get, but that's yeah. fine. We're going to power through. Yeah. I, our demographic is mostly above 18 anyway, so. Well, yeah, it's a, um, it's a scary movie though, right? Look, yeah. Uh, see, I don't know if it's not, uh, it's not scary so much as it is very just spooky. Spooky's different from scary. It's kind of it's like... It's very tense. Yeah. The mm. whole kind of thing is like paranoia and like tense. Because you don't know who the... Because you don't know if who's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So you spend a lot of the film being like, that guy's acting like a cunt. He's probably the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, or this guy might be the thing. Or this guy hasn't said anything. He might be the... You start to like suspect different people at different points. And they mm. do a really good job of like... Because McGreedy's like your hero kind of guy. He's like your main hero kind of yeah. guy. Yeah, and that's he's, Kurt Russell, he's your right? snake yeah. yeah, he's the handsome. I, lo- I love me some snake. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, different movie. Different but... movie, but also who doesn't? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's your central protagonist, but they do a good job of about an hour in. Yeah. Um, everyone thinks that McCready's the thing. Mm. Um, and you you as the viewer still aren't convinced, but you're like, yeah, but he kind of could be because mm. he t- he was in contact with the dog and like there's some uh. stuff going on. So they take they do this really interesting twist where they're like. He could just he could just be the thing, and we wouldn't know it because you can't tell the difference. Yeah, and then you get the quick switch where he comes in and he suddenly gets everyone to tie themselves up, which was a little weird. Uh, that everyone is just like, yeah, I'll tie myself up. No yeah. worries, <laughs> we're totally fine with that. Look, yeah. there's, there's a monster around, but I'll tie myself up to a couch. It's probably gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of flamethrowers in this film. Yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> Apparently, like, if that's going to be your go-to source for killing aliens, I think. Probably. Uh, well, is... we learned that from Alien, right? That is a very good point, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, the one thing that I really love about this movie is that apparently even the cast didn't know who was the thing. Ooh. And it wasn't revealed to them until... Until the scene they needed to know. Until the scene Ooh. where they needed to know, yeah. That's so cool. That's I thought that was cool. really interesting yeah. so that, like, yeah. they wouldn't... It's even the authentic. cast... Yeah, it wouldn't, like... Uh, alter their performance. Yeah, that's really way. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I think that there's kind of see that's cool, but it also is kind of a problem in that you need a tiny bit. Of, I mean, they do telegraph a little bit with the framing devices and stuff, but you kind of need a tiny bit of uh, the sense of I kind of worked it out myself a little bit. You yeah. kind of want that smug satisfaction where you're like, yeah, I knew he was the thing or whatever. But this, I was just like, whoa, that dude's he's a thing. 
Well, like, I, I love that there's... Because, like, even, to like, to today, people still, you know, have, like, debates online as to, like, who was the thing and when were they the thing? And when the guy smashed up the all the communication devices, was he the thing at that point? Yeah, or was he just being a cunt? Just yeah, being a or, dick, did, yeah. Or, did he, or did he watch that very, very handy infographic thing on his computer that just said, um, dog cells plus thing cells equals it's very not good. Yeah, it, and then it literally like was three years later. Like, it'll be bad. It'll be real bad. And he was like, oh, real bad. Gotta stop it. But- and then he, for some reason, was crazy after that. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, it, it was one of those things where clearly a lot of this film was very implied. Like, you're supposed to work stuff out yourself. Yeah. But I watched this, I was saying to you at lunch, I watched this while I was editing some videos, and then I finished it last night while I was drunk. So, like, <laughs> I, I didn't quite work it out as I went. I had to be like, at the end, I was like, but hang on, who was the thing? Was anyone the thing? What's <laughs> happening? Am I still watching this movie? <laughs> yeah. Is it still going? Yeah. And then um, Snake Plissken wakes up at the end. Uh, this is after the credits, course, and yeah. it was a fever dream the whole time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. from LA, yeah. What's the prologue for that? Which is weird because it was afterwards, but you yeah. know they've done it before. They'll do it again. Of course, exactly. of course. It's look. They went to the Prometheus School of Prologues, where they yeah. were like, "What if it? What if we can ruin the franchise?" Yeah, I really <laughs> didn't like that movie. Look, it. I have so many problems with it. It was fun. I had fun. It would have been a great film if it wasn't an alien film. Yeah, if it was yeah. just a standalone. Yeah, nothing. To it would have yeah. been a fun sci-fi action yeah. film. Yeah. Oh. Come shame on, the James. Oh God. Oh shame the James. Getting, I, turn, I turned mine off beforehand. Getting tweets and bullshit. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna throw that in my face. Yeah. The boy who hasn't seen the film we're talking about yeah. is naming and shaming Todd me is, on a text message. What? Are we still watching? Are we still talking about Escape from New York? <laughs> no, we're talking about Prometheus. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. look. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that thing. Yeah. That's not the title of the film. <laughs> that. Th- yeah. That thing. <laughs> that wasn't a segue. I was yeah. just saying the thing, yeah. not the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, look, I will say this. Yeah. Um, the the way that they film this dates itself really poorly. I'll say that. Like it, it's a fun, it's still a good film to watch. Mm. But watching it, you're like, oh, this was definitely made in the eighties. Like some of the camera shots they pick. Um, it does remind me actually. Someone pointed this out to me on Twitter. Um, that a lot of the shots where people are walking into rooms are actually very similar shots to what Casey Neistat uses in his vlogs. I don't know if really? you guys know Casey Neistat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what he'll do is he'll put a camera down in a corner, and then he'll walk. He'll walk out of the room, and then walk in, and you get the bit where he's walking in. Yeah, yeah. Because the camera's already in that room. Mm. Um, or he'll be he'll be doing a jogging video, and he'll put his phone on a pillar, and then jog past it or whatever. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of that with the cameras because they didn't have a very big camera crew. I found out they had like three people per crew, and they had like three crews or something. So a lot of what they did is they would just put a camera down, several cameras in the room where they want they, they would shoot around them, and then they would film the scene, and then pick up all the cameras and be like, what was the best shot? For this particular... <laughs> oh, wow. Really? That happened, like, three or four times where they were like, uh, how are we going to do this? Which is just, like, It's kind of wow. cool, though. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but it's yeah, also, it like... Sort of thing. Yeah, it's interesting. It makes it feel very organic at certain yeah. points. And yeah. Then, and then when that doesn't happen, it feels... There are some shots that are super dated where, like, there's almost no motion tracking shots at all. It's all very, a lot of stills and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, which is a very old... Because they didn't have really good technology for, like, moving the cameras and stuff. Right, Like, they didn't yeah, have yeah. those crazy crane rakes they have now. Mm. That are all like automated or whatever. They that, just had. Yeah, that yeah. is a really good point. Like thinking about it, a lot of the st- the shots are just really just. Um, I, I've heard someone call it like the the Kevin Smith of like uh, f- shooting movies or whatever, where yeah. it's literally just like we put the camera down and like that's the shot. Yeah, and, you, like well, no you one filmed the scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a few tracking shots. There's one really good tracking shot that's really spooky. Of it moves through that really, it moves across the really long hallway. You see that sh- shot a few times where it's like. 
just inside the first bunker, um, after you come in through, like, that snow st- snow door area, mm-hmm. there's, like, a really long hallway that goes all the way through the facility. Yeah. There's this really good tracking shot where it walks, someone's walking from one room to the other, and they track, there's no one in this tracking shot, but the character's walking, and they track across, looking down that corridor, and they play the really spooky music, and you're like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> what's gonna happen? And then nothing happens, and you get spooked later. But, like, that, that particular tracking shot, I was like, oh... That's the first time they've had a shot where the camera really moved. Yeah. Which is interesting, because it means they had a rig that could do it, but they chose not to use it. Someone really just didn't like it. Yeah. I don't know. Or like, they was didn't it... know how to put it together until very late. Oh, they, they didn't, like, put the... They didn't have, like, the Allen key from, like... Yeah, yeah. Until, like, the very <laughs> they, they end. They sent someone out. Yeah. And yeah. because they were filming in some place, they couldn't get to the closest Ikea. Well, it was also, like... It, I guess it was also snowing, so can you have, like, a tracking rig on snow and shit? I don't know how cameras work. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh yeah disclaimer look, like know. it sounds like that'd be tough yeah um having never filmed in the snow <laughs> and having been to the snow twice i'm not an expert but i would assume that it's tough yeah i know that a lot of the shots in the snow were done just like on a on like a parking lot somewhere or like just a lot yeah and they just put down some fake snow and just got up real high that's great and then just like like superimpose them into i guess a real snow probably oh they probably would have done like a painting yeah um because that's what they tended to do back then so you do like a perfect life like painting yeah and then you would take a photograph well you take a photograph then you paint over the photograph whatever oh like rotoscoping kind of thing yeah yeah exactly because for some reason they were still doing that even though they had green screens i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it makes it look look more realistic in certain points and then super unrealistic in others yeah like that shot where they come up the crest of the hill and the 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 spaceship is in the crater Yeah, yeah yeah Like, y- you can literally tell that it's them walking up, like, a blank wall. Like, they're oh, walking yeah. up to the top of a blank wall where they've then put a painting Yeah, exactly. In post. <laughs> like, you can like, just see it. stark difference between, yeah. like, reality and a it's painting. It's really weird. And there's, like, this little fuzzy line at the top of the painting where the, the motion is because they couldn't quite get it right. I think it's crazy that, like, in, in places like that, it didn't get too inventive. And then other places, like, the chest bursting oh my cavity God. scene. They found... Like, um, they found, a, like, an actual double amputee who had uh, no arms. Mm. And then they made his fake arms out of gelatin and wax. And then made a lifelike sculpture of the actor's face. And then put that as a prosthetic on this guy's face. And then put his hands so into, into a real, like, hydraulic, like, clamp thing, thing. And then, like, cut through Holy them. Shit. And, and then it cut the back to the off. shot of, like, the actor's Rookie's face. face. Like glued onto this dude's face, but in like a shot as he look, screams, as he screams like a scream face, and then like oh, he the reels back or whatever. Yeah, and it's for like a five second shot. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it's really quick. That would have gone into some. There was even a scene where um where the body rips apart and they hit it with a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like uh, I remember hearing somewhere that John Carpenter didn't like how it looked. So they just had to remake it and re-rig oh the God. entire thing. That's, that does not surprise that's incredible. me. Yeah, he did that a few times with the facility because I was watching. I watched the how it was made thing. It's like an hour. It was actually longer than the film. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. Uh, but they they talk a lot of. They were talking about how they put together the facility, mm. and they literally they had a big car park. They built the facility, but behind the facility was a bunch of trees. So they had to build the facility to cover up the trees, so they could only shoot the facility from certain angles. Which, in hindsight, like, that's so dumb. But what it ended up doing in the film is it meant that all of the angles were very much... They were kind of low angles, or they were very high. So you never got a sense, like, you never felt quite grounded. And it makes it feel really, like, isolated. Because you never get really close to it. You're always always up really high looking downish, or you're always at the bottom, like, looking up at the walls and stuff. Right. So the facility remains, for most of the film, feeling like it is, like, super imposing. 
right. Do you think that that adds to the tone of the the movie in that it's like it's kind of unsettling and yeah it, it makes you feel i mean it's the same thing with like the claustrophobic way that they made it like it's very everything is really close and there's one room with lots of space which is like the rec area with the ping pong table yeah yeah um with like the bar and stuff that's the one room in the whole facility that doesn't feel like it's a box and that's the one room where they spend the least amount of time until they start burning people alive strapped to sofas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like yeah i don't know i i, I definitely think that matching the the way that they shot the exterior to the way the interior feels creates like a really cogent atmosphere yeah instead of what they could have done see i don't know um what did we watch last week there was a really bad horror film that we watched um oh we're talking about alien uh not not that alien's bad but we're talking about the way that they filmed the corridors and alien is very similar where you track through a corridor in a in a, in a certain way it makes it feel very like claustrophobic and close right yeah it's to do with the way that you light it and like where your camera is and how much light is in the shot and the way that you move through the space and they did that very well in the thing almost as well as in alien because there are shots in alien where you're like i need to get the fuck out of the spaceship like i this is this is fucked like it's too close (laughs) i felt like the thing a few times where i was like someone needs to go outside or i'm gonna lose my fucking mind (laughs) (laughs) i've got a little bit edgy (laughs) have you seen have you seen um what's that ryan uh, the guy that plays Deadpool, I'm blanking. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan yeah. Reynolds, yeah, yeah. Barry. Barry. Yeah. Have you seen Barry? No. It's Barry is <laughs> real good. It's, well, because talking about like being claustrophobic, claustrophobic yeah. this movie is literally just Ryan Reynolds in a box for an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. like that's it. It's yeah. kind of cool though. It's really cool. Like, but like he's, he's trapped in there, and then uh, it's like I think there's three or four different camera shots, and then there's one where it kind of the camera pulls away and it's on top of him. And you can see how far deep he is. Yeah. But, like, the the coffin is meant to, like, go up. But, yeah. yeah less less this, artistry this in that filmmaking, mm. trying to make you feel claustrophobic. Yeah, They're but... just like, it's a boy in a box. Yeah. Then they were like, we bought four GoPros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, I saw, I saw like, a, a shot of them filming that. And it right. looked really cool because it was just, like, him uh, up higher, like, on this kind of, on these levels, in this box. And just, like, one side was, like, cut away. So they could like get in there and like oh okay shoot yeah, around. yeah but yeah. It, looked, it looked really cool so yeah that's a it's always a cool idea when someone is like what if we made a film in a, in a new way mm. um but I, I think shit I had a point I was gonna make and it's gone because now I'm thinking about Ryan Reynolds um <laughs> <laughs> fuck what was <laughs> I gonna say that? were we talking about claustrophobic stuff no that's gone from my brain that's good nope. now I'm just thinking about Deadpool and how good that was man <laughs> I also was gonna have a follow up point about something also really really good boy and, it's and gone sorry guys boy if it ain't gone. <laughs> I fucked it up. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, so it's basically <laughs> that shot in Kill Bill where Kid is in the box and she's trying to break out with the punch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But that for a whole film. <laughs> Pretty much. Essentially. Actually, that's, that's scarily yeah. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except that... Oh, Kill Bill. <laughs> except oh. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Oh, can he, is he tweeting? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just assume he's live tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag As, boy in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag someone get me out. Hashtag get me out of here. But he's at zero followers. Yeah. Hashtag where I'd rather be. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan Reynolds, you treasure. Um, no, yeah. I, one of the things about this about this particular film that uh, I didn't like because we we usually we we go things we liked things we hated. Yeah. I didn't hate anything about this film, but something that really bothered me is throughout it. I didn't really like. There, there were a whole. There was a lot. A lot of characters because they need a lot of people to be killed as to because they needed to be like. There's lots of things. There's, there's, sure. Who's the thing? You know. 
There was never a person... <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't have had the same kind of tone if it was just one other guy. And he's like, well, it's definitely not me. It's yeah. probably you, so it's yeah. you, I think. Yeah. And that guy's just like, I don't think so. He's yeah. like, I think you're the thing. No, you're the thing. It's yeah. like, okay, someone has made an error in the scripting phase. But it almost felt like at the start there was almost too many characters. Because I didn't really get a sense of anyone until about an hour in. And then by then, the half of the people I got to knew died. And there was only three people left anyway. Yeah, that you is a good I mean? point. Yeah, you like, don't really... They just funnel down the cast so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like... No, that's a really good point. Because the only person that you maybe give a shit about is, like, McCready. But even then... But even then, I kind of don't. And, even, and when they're in the snowsuits and stuff, you you kind of can't really tell who's who. <laughs> that's also a good point. <laughs> so, yeah. like, there's who one scene... Who am I rooting for There's one point? scene where McCready and the, the, the two boys are coming... They're going toward the facility. They're, they've gone to the outhouse. McCready's gone to the outhouse. The mm. outer area to check on the science guy yeah don't know his name um and then they've come back um then they're coming back and keith david is going outside while they're going inside and you it's supposed to be really dramatic because keith david's going outside you're like shit is he the thing like is keith david the thing and but you don't know that it's keith david and you don't know who's who because they're all in snowsuits so this really dramatic moment i had to like think about it for about 10 i had to pause it and be like okay what what am i looking at here Okay, there's a beard, that's McGrady, that's a black guy, that's Keith David, and I kind of, like, was able to work it out by yeah. pausing it. Yeah. But, like, that moment is so important for the tension of the film, but if you don't know who's who, because they're in snowsuits, you're like, I don't... What's happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, and that might just be a product of when they made it, because it was obviously really hard to film at nighttime in the snow then. Yeah. Because you couldn't just make it nighttime in post. You had to actually film at night. Yeah. Um, whereas now, you you know, if you were going to do a nighttime shot, you would film it at, like, just before sunset, and then you would change it to nighttime and post, or you film it at night, and then use post to make it watchable. Yeah, exactly. Whereas then, they just didn't have a kit, so it was just dark. Yeah. Wh- one of the problems I had with the movie was that, um, the dude who's in, like, the outpost thing, and they're like, you're just outside now, because you're maybe a bad guy. The science boy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so science boy's outside, and they go check on him and then he's not there and then later he's just been building a spaceship the whole time <laughs> oh yeah and there's a spaceship underground well because but I, th- I think the implication is he was the thing the whole time before the dog arrived well, i don't know because that spaceship would have taken a long time to build well that's the thing like are we supposed to think that he just built this out of helicopter parts because i'm no scientist <laughs> but i'm pretty sure i don't think you can build a spaceship out of a helicopter i think you're missing some shit and they had one helicopter <laughs> one Norwegian helicopter is what they had yeah, exactly. and that, that was like 30 minutes ago so like yeah I, I just I just didn't <laughs> I just thought that part was stupid I was like is he gonna what's the fly away I, to is, somewhere else what was go, his intention there because the spaceship didn't crash bec- well there's a crash spaceship in the in the film yeah and then I guess he was using that plus a helicopter to rebuild a new one but why I don't know. Because I thought the computer thought that the thing's plan was to take over the world. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I'm like, I don't... Was it trying to get home? If it was trying to get home, why was it killing everyone? Why wouldn't it just infect everyone, make them, have everyone build a spaceship and then leave? And then he's got multiple people to help him build a better spaceship. It's, you know what? Many hands make light work. <laughs> exactly. They don't have that saying in Alien Land, that's why. <laughs> in in the, thing, the Thing planet, they don't have that, that idiom, so they don't know about it. <laughs> and also, like... This movie uh, bombed, like, pretty bad when it came out. Because apparently it came out the same time around E.T. And E.T. made people love aliens. Yeah. And the thing um, made people hate everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, it just, like, didn't resonate with people. Mm. And even, apparently, even, like, a lot of horror fans at the time were like, this is too gory. Really? Because I, I, like, I was expecting it to be way more gory than it was. 
because people whenever people talk about it they're like oh it's so gruesome and I was like, because, you know, I've seen The Walking Dead, so I've seen the most gruesome, yeah, you know. Right. And then I watched this, and I was like, oh, this was not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. It's much more tense than it is gross. Yeah, exactly. Which I really appreciate, but I can see why people at the time would have thought it was too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, But something actually that... Something that I don't understand about the direction they went is in the making of it, um, they were talking about... A whole bunch of people, they were cutting between different people talking about the way that they cast the film. And one of the old white guys, his exact words were, yeah, well, we saw all the horror films at the time, and the original film, the thing, had women in it. And we were like, no, we don't want women in our film, so we're going to cast only men. And I was like, whoa, what? Whoa, okay. <laughs> like, Jesus. I just went, holy crap. Like, and he just straight up said it. I was like, that's the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, and also, when you think about it, if there were women in it, it would have made it much easier to, to distinguish between the characters. That's yeah. also a good point. Yeah. Like, because you could have had if if Keith David was a woman in the snow, he would Keith David would look different from the other boys in the snow. So that would just be like an, it's an easy shorthand for people. Yeah, exactly. Um, instead of what you got, which was a really fuzzy shot of Keith David at nighttime in the snow, which you don't know who he is. And what the fuck was Keith David doing outside for like the last twenty minutes of the movie? He, I I think the idea there is that he might be the thing. Was that just to make you question if he was or not? I I think what Keith David's plan was, and I could be wrong. Tweet at me if I'm wrong, or don't. Send me a hate. Send me send me a death threat. We got yeah. death threats. We get frequent death threats. Um, <laughs> we, we do. It's it's interesting. Um, actually, do you want to send us a death threat? Emails in the show notes. Just hit me up. Let me know. We'll tweet us. Hold real quick. What is someone yeah, sending you a death threat on the back uh, of? Because oh, I recently listened to your um, Treasure Planet uh, episode. Yes. Right? <laughs> and I just now I'm just picturing someone being so into Treasure Planet <laughs> not that, that they're like, "Hey, fuck you! You're um, gonna die." Not not Treasure Planet. We get we got death threats about uh, Pokemon Go because we called it crap. People were very upset. Well, um, I mean, it we, is, well, it is we, kind of shitty. Yeah. It's garbage. We did an episode <laughs> before it came out where I was basically like, "It's gonna be average," and don't know what you guys are expecting. Yeah. yeah. Got death threats for that. People being like, it's going to be the best thing ever. Go kill yourselves. Um, and then we got, and then we did a, an episode after it came out, got the same thing. Different people though, which is nice. Diversifying <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and then we did an episode of No Man's Sky where we talked about the weird cycle that happened with the development of that game and what happened and what went wrong and stuff. Right. Death threats about that because people love it. Um, and then we also, well, we got death threats about that and we also mentioned other games that are not great, which we also get death threats about. Wow. So it's so just it's- a kind of wide blanket of so people who are just super passionate about a thing yeah. and they're like yeah they hear us i love the thing you don't like the thing you're dead i mean well, at yeah. least your audience is there <laughs> it's interactivity talk. yeah you know what they're, they're talking to us there's a, there's a conversation yeah it's very one-sided because it's not advisable to respond to a death threat yeah. but like <laughs> at least we know that people are out there and also like maybe uh people could could help you with uh what is the appropriate response to kill yourself yeah. because it's like what do i say back to that that's kind of like, oh, no, thank, thank you. you, thank you. <laughs> no, thank yeah, no, no, you do. You Whenever someone says something horrendous to me, you're like, oh my God, thank you. That is so nice of you. Yeah. And they don't know what to do with themselves. They're like, what? Kill them with kindness. What? Love it. Yeah, well, they get confused because they're like, what? I, I don't know. No, no, I was trying to be mean. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, that is so nice of you to say. That thank really, you for listening. That really made my week. Oh my God. And they're like, ah. <laughs> so that's that's your, that's your move. There you go. So I love it. Yeah. We'll use that. Good. I mean, put it put it in the bank of ideas. Yeah. The brain bank. For no it. one's told me to kill myself yet. Yeah. But I mean, I now, can, I'll, now I've hoping. got a response. Yeah. I, I mean, I could tweet you later if you want. Like, Please do. do my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what, what, when, um, so who, who survives? Kurt, Kurt Russell survives? Um, yeah, so McCready, Kurt Russell, and then Keith David okay. survive. Just those two. So when they're going back to, where have they coming from? I guess, America. Um, well, they don't, I don't think they get out. 
Yeah, I think that's that's because they burn the they burn the facility down, and Keith. Uh, oh, my Kurt, keys were in there. Kurt, you like that? <laughs> well, Kurt Russell's like, we've only got like a few hours because it's like freezing, obviously. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we've only got like a few hours before the heat from the fire dies down, and they burn the whole facility. So there's nowhere to go inside. Sure. Yeah. And um, there's like a big storm coming, and it's yeah. gonna get like way colder. Yeah. So they can't yeah. get to the, Norwe- the Norwegian camp in time before the storm arrives. So they're just gonna die, I guess. Yeah, I think cool. that's. But 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 then if one of them's the thing, they won't die because the thing it doesn't get cold. But the thing wants to, because someone said uh, earlier in the movie that the thing wants to just wait it out until the storm hits, and then that way it can freeze, and then later someone else will find it, and then it can like sort of start its whole start cycle again, over again. In- instead of being known about. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So that I don't know. It's a really weird kind of ambiguous ending, which I don't hate. But mm. another big thing that like people debate about, I don't know why you would, but there um, were air quotes there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear that. It's a podcast, but yeah. there were air quotes. <laughs> Debate was in air quotes. Um, people debating whether uh, Keith David's character Charles at the end of the movie was the thing because when they're having their exchange, uh, McCready has like frost breath coming out. Like as he's talking, you can see his breath. He's a, he's cold. And the other guy, you can't see his breath. Oh, so yeah. people are like, oh, it's not breathing. But earlier in the movie, the scientist guy, when he was doing kind of an autopsy, said that it has lungs, so it would be breathing anyway. So that's kind of not... I think it was just like a lighting thing. They probably you know just I mean? fucked up the filming, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an old film. They just didn't get it right. Yeah, exactly. Like, people do that a lot. Yeah, uh, we, we got that with... um. I, I made an offhand comment um, in yesterday's... Well, actually, I sh- shouldn't break the timeline. In last week's episode of this podcast um i made an offhand comment about um the time turner and harry potter and how it like breaks the universe but that's okay mm, if you love right. the films right like yeah. you just or if you love the books like but you have to accept the flaw yeah of the, course, minute, of the minute you defend it you just ruin your authenticity yeah because it's like it is a genuine problem but you have to accept the franchise with its faults mm-hmm. yeah that's the same kind of thing with, with these kinds of films where it's like there are artifacts from the fact that it's old and you have to be like, I, st- I love this film, but it's got some weird shit because it's an esoteric old film. Yeah. Instead of what people always do, which is, oh, uh, he doesn't have frost breath in that scene, so it means he's the thing, probably. Yeah. Right, And yeah. you're like, yeah, or they just goofed. They yeah. just little... It was just a solid goof him up. They like, just I didn't... don't think that was anyone's intention. <laughs> no, I don't think they sat down and went, so in this last scene, with <laughs> yeah. Keith David and, and McGreedy, what we're going to do is we're actually going to have one of them have... Uh, frost breath and then one of them not have frost breath it's gonna be really hard to do because we don't have the technology yet to do that but we're gonna make it happen yeah someone figure that out and then in 30 years time yeah. they'll still be talking about yeah. it idiots <laughs> we we'll, got them we'll get them yeah they'll still talk about it. well you know what they did because we're talking about it on a podcast in 2016 so that's a good point they fucking got us <laughs> got us good they, they got us so good um but look I, I i enjoyed this film um it wasn't as scary as i thought it would be and i think there is some there are some interesting lessons to learn, both about what they did right and wrong, from watching it, if you're any kind of a scriptwriter, or you work in any kind of narrative, or even in filming, I think. Like, it's it's very kind of... It shows you what you can do without all the fancy stuff we have today. You can still make something that's super solid. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you, you don't need the um, all of the shiny stuff to make something that works. Yeah. And I think that's often... That's often something that a lot of people miss. Like, you, they want to have the shiny stuff, that's like their focus instead of what you should do which is you make the foundation as strong as you possibly yeah. can yeah. and then you get to polish it up with you know your your, your weird pornographic slow-mo shots of you superman drifting in or whatever you know whatever it is that you want to do you you add that stuff afterwards to make something that's super solid but even better you yeah. know what i mean yeah i think i think um step one should be have a good storyline step two uh well 
B, C, and D should be, you know, miniatures and, you know, uh, special effects and all that sort it's of as stuff. As practical as you can get. Yeah, like, um, don't make the special effects the storyline, unless it, it's meant to be a story. Like, uh, unless it's like, I don't know, um, Avatar or something like that, or Toy Story. Right, like, the where jungle That's book. the only thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think. Like, Definitely. miniatures and bigotures are uh, incredible. Like, I was watching a thing uh, how the Jurassic Park miniatures and bigotures still... Uh, live up to their to their oh, standards. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, hell yeah, that's yeah. That was a uh, it's Captain Christian did a video on that. Mm, that yeah, 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 yeah. Really great. Shoutouts to 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 that boy. Um, lovely chap. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Like, I think there's something to be said for finding the balance between the two. Mm. And if you can do that, then what you get is something that feels timeless, even if it isn't. Yeah. Um, so I think that, I think this film does that pretty well. It's so practical. Um, we've got you've got any departing words for the um for the for the film. Um, I said that like we were burying it. Man, uh, <laughs> putting this one into the time capsule so that f- future generations oh, can can love it as much as we did. For Mr. Russell to open it. Do you reckon he'll listen to this? Um, oh, definitely. Do you I reckon he goes back and watch it and listens to all... Is he alive? All... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's joke. start there. Yeah. If, if you're alive, you know, great, great film. I mean, yeah. Great film. I mean, he must watch this. He must listen to this podcast, yeah. right? I mean, of course. I can't see why he would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just what the numbers alone. Yeah. Well, I mean... He's not acting anymore, is he? Uh, he was in um, the Tarantino one. Uh, uh, Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't see that. Never saw that. Uh, yeah. Rob, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Uh, I won't. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the advice. Probably still won't see it. Yeah. Um, uh, parting words for the movie. Uh, I, I liked it. I thought... Um, I just loved that no one knew who was the thing. That's I a thought great that move. was really it's cool. It's a solid, cheeky one. And I think Rob Botine, I think that's his name, they're like... 20 year old makeup artist yeah special effects artist on the oh movie. yeah he's like, he was like 21 when he did it yeah which is insane he came off like the howling and he only stepped in on that because um holy shit i can't remember his name guy old guy white hair makeup artist really like his stuff um blanking on his name uh he had to like <laughs> step out to go do another werewolf movie and then he just came off the back of that one wow. into this and dude was like 21 and worked like 20 hours <laughs> A fucking day. It was crazy. Yeah. He did he such sense. a good job. I don't know. I've not. I haven't been keeping up <laughs> so on him. Yeah, he died. I don't straight off that he died. I don't yeah. think he did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not to not to knock your um, authority. I was gonna say authenticity. That's not the right word. Yeah. Um, but look, as always, um, if you guys want to tell us what you think, we're at DCM underscore works. You boys are at the advisory, um, and you're also the advisory podcast on the iTunes. That's correct. Check um, it out if you if you love advice. That you might maybe want to take. You probably if, shouldn't. If you use like it. advice that you never should ever ever take, yeah, I guess you know. Is that well, the quote you put on the poster? Is it not like because that feels like it wouldn't fit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the advice ever, you should never, never, never ever, ever probably ever. not take. And like, <laughs> yeah, wait, we're, we're we're really bad at titles <laughs> yeah. in this digital age. Yeah, yeah. when really everything needs to be show. yeah, when everything needs to be really short and concise, we're just mm. confusing the well, whole system yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Uh, but look, uh, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Hover.com. Um, they, they, you know, you can buy a sweet URL if you want, or not. You don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, want do to tell you what to do. Uh, Look, I guess not really. We have, we have yeah, a, you should buy one now. You, if you do want one, um, <laughs> or if you've been thinking about getting one, we have a referral link in the show notes. You'll get two dollars off, which is a lot for a URL. URLs that cost yeah, you yeah, yeah. five bucks. You hey, save it on that. I think you oh, should actually. You, you should. should, you, should use a, you know what? I'll hook your boys up. <laughs> uh, we also use. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also powered by the good folks over at Patreon. Uh, Shoutouts to Brendan A. McQuay, this month's top patron, um, who sent me a very long email about Assassin's Creed um, Syndicate and why I'm wrong about why it's bad. But that being said, 
Still appreciate it, buddy. Um, <laughs> and if you want to support us, you can. Patreon.com slash DCMworks. Um, I'm at DCMIHeyPi. I am, uh, I'm James, and also, uh, if you want to, if you I, like, gave you, like, the perfect, I, I, I was like, I'm at, I don't know, point at you, I was like, yeah, go, and you're supposed to be like, I'm at, and you're like, I'm, uh, we, uh, we can edit around this, right? I'm at James DBM, nailed it, first go. And I'm Todd, but I'm also at, at Stay Together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys nailed the plugs, that was, like, perfect. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of strap Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 